What is up, everybody? This is Double G from the Fight Game Podcast Network. And I say that word network because we are going to have a new podcast on the channel. Uh, Everyone, if you listened to last, uh, actually this weekend show with Brandon Draven, we talked about a bunch of stuff and took some questions. Um, But he mentioned on that show that he is going to start a wrestling history podcast and he wants to base at least the initial ones on the territories. And that may be the way that he goes, but you know, when, when it comes to this stuff, you kind of go with what, you know, you, you don't want to get set in stone. So, um, he's going to have a podcast soon and, uh, and yeah, so we're going to add to the, uh, amount of podcasts that we do. He said something around, I don't know, every couple, uh, once every two weeks or two times a month or, or whatever the cadence is. And, uh, you know, I talked to Dewan not too long ago and I think we're going to gear up to return to the Fabulous Four. We only have one more fight to go, which is Ray Leonard and, and uh, Roberto Duran, part three. And then we're going to do kind of like an epilogue, a catch-all. What did we learn? You know, what, what were some of the craziest things about this era of Duran, Leonard, Hagler, and Hearns? And, uh, and so that's kind of going to be upcoming. Uh, you'll hear right now the Road to WrestleMania podcast that I just did with Big D, based around Daniel Bryan, obviously. When I hit him up uh, early in the morning, I said, you know, what do you think? Do you think Daniel Bryan's coming back? And he was like uncertain. And then, I don't know, two hours later it happened. The WWE announced it. So uh, very excited. Uh, And you'll hear from him. He's really excited because he's actually going to WrestleMania. And uh, Daniel Bryan, of course, won the world title at WrestleMania 30. And so in the same place four years later, he makes his return to the ring, which would be really cool. At least we're assuming they haven't actually announced the match yet. But uh, yeah, so we'll talk about that, and then we kind of preview a little bit of what we're going to do for the next two weeks on the Road to WrestleMania podcast up until WrestleMania. So let's get it. Give me a hell yeah! I said give me a hell yeah! Let's go in. Hold on. All right, let's go in three, two, one. What up, what up, everybody? This is Double G for the Fight Game Podcast, continuing our series of Road to WrestleMania podcasts with my buddy Big D. What's up, man? Hey, uh, I'm good, bro. Uh, we were just talking about James Harden, and he's more over than any of these guys, man. <laughs> Out of the blue, D, who follows basketball from time to time, just asked me if James Harden is going to win the MVP. And he definitely, most definitely is going to win the MVP. He should have won it last year. But you know what? My, my Warriors... You know, it's 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 there. Uh, what is it? What is what does Roman say? It's his yard right now. It's the Warriors' yard. So so Houston has to come and and beat the Warriors to to uh, to get to the championship. What a bias! <laughs> it's there. It is their yard. They're the defending champs. That's what it means. No, I, I know you're right. I, it's just that this dude. Like I had like five people hit me up last night and be like, "Yo, watch that game." And I was like, "Fine." I started watching. I'm like, "Wow!" Like. This dude's like possessed by like Dr. J or something, man. That like it was great. It was he's awesome. He is awesome, and you know who else is awesome uh, is Daniel Bryan. Uh, if you saw, well, I guess if you didn't see uh, any of the news yesterday, you probably just were not following anything wrestling related whatsoever. Uh, yesterday, uh, in the early afternoon, WWE sent out a tweet that said that Daniel Bryan was going to be cleared and he would be able to wrestle again which was uh, heavily rumored over the weekend. Actually, I wouldn't say heavily because I think a lot of people missed this one. But um, there was a story that had come out that uh, he was interviewed and asked if he was going to wrestle again. And basically he said, you know, it's 
it's I forgot the percentage that he gave, but you know he said it's better today than it has been in the past. So that was kind of a little bit of a clue that said that you know maybe some there was some good news coming out. And then uh, yesterday it came out, and he was on SmackDown. He was the main uh, he was the main part of the opening segment and the ending segment. Uh, he was great. Uh, he looked like he had not missed a beat at all. So let's tackle the uh, the first part, which was his uh, actually even before that. You are a huge Daniel Bryan fan. When you saw the news, you didn't He's really a coward, bro. You He's didn't. A coward. You didn't really believe me, <laughs> and then you saw it yourself, and I, I imagine you got pretty excited. Well, it's not that I, I was kidding with by him being a coward, even though he has been. No, um, I no, I yeah, no, I was I was surprised because. Well, actually, remember the the real story was you asked me if I had heard he was cleared, and I was like. I had heard the same thing Dave said, which is that comment he made last week about you – because know, the comment – they asked him he's going to wrestle and he pretty much said, if I'm clear. He didn't say no and then that was kind of like, well, wait a minute. Like are they are they talking again? Is Dr. Joseph Maroon going to give him a shot? And he did. I mean we don't have all the details yet. I assume the Observer probably this week or next because I'm going to go into more detail. But you know this dude's been fighting because this is a real life story here. This is not even – they're going to turn it into a storyline. But it's a real life story. I mean, the dude had brain problems, and you know we've talked in the past. You know, uh, okay, a re- lot. rewind slightly oh, oh, about okay. what about what that means. So uh, he he had no, yeah. he had he had several concussions. He had a uh, he had admitted to a doctor that he even had a seizure at one point. So you're talking about concussions in a in a in a business in which you know guys get concussions uh, often, and. Um, you know, he did the retirement thing uh, in 2016. He was sort of forced to do it. Vince also probably wanted to turn it into a high-rated segment, so he he sort of forced the hand there. Uh, and Daniel was not going to get cleared because of the the situation with the doctors. And so, um, yeah, so that's what he has been fighting, which is basically to heal or for his brain to heal enough for Doctor Maroon to uh, be okay with him coming back and uh brian you know had 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 done a lot of stuff he'd done his homework he tried he was desperate to not desperate but he really wanted to come back in wwe to try to convince them but knowing that if it wasn't going to be in wwe he was probably still going to wrestle whether it be in the independence or roh or new japan Japan. or whatever yeah whatever it was so so yeah so once, once, uh, once he got the clearance, um, it was it was uh, good to go. And so, so, but but being that you know you've been following this dude's career from the beginning, like yes, did yes, you I did, have. did you think this time was going to happen? Um, I, I I actually I actually thought he was gonna, I mean before I thought he was going to go to Japan. Like I predicted that like later this year he would end up maybe headline that Cody Rhodes show and then work in New Japan, which I kind of wanted, you know, just for match quality stuff. Uh, Cause he, him working with those guys would be just something else. Um, but no, the, he's staying. And it, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. When he was out there cutting that promo, someone was chopping onions in my living room, bro, for some reason. <laughs> I'm, I'm being real. And I, I didn't, I didn't ball or anything, but I got, I, I felt it in my chest. Cause I would, cause he was bawling. You know, because the thing about this man is that he just wants to wrestle and he likes he actually likes the sport of wrestling. Does that make him a mark? I'm sure 80s wrestlers would probably say that. But the dude did make his money. He's making good money. He's he is a he is a main eventer no, no matter what he's because of what he's done with the yes chan and what he did in 2014. Let's not forget no matter what. He defeated he defeated all of evolution in one night at <laughs> WrestleMania 30. Right. And no one can take that away from him. Even if he retired, the history books will always tell us that he defeated Evolution, all of them, in one night. So, you know, having him come back and wrestle for the biggest company, as much as seeing him wrestle Okada and Omega and Naito would be great, you know, it just – there's so many matches in WWE 
that we haven't seen on the bigger stage. You know, him and AJ, you know, I've got Ring of Honor DVDs of them wrestling and actually headlining shows back in 2003. Uh, we haven't seen that. And also, Brian Danielson Nakamura is another potential match. You know, they, uh, let's not forget that Danielson took Daniel Bryan took the flying knee from Yama, from uh, from Nakamura, bro. That was his move. And, you know, that could be a great strong style match. You know, there's a lot of great matches they have in their back pocket, you know, that they could bust out with. Um, Daniel Bryan against Braun Strowman would be a spectacle. Uh, you know, there's and of course, Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar um, someday, maybe. The point I'm trying to make is that uh, I know I did not think it was going to happen. Um, but from what I understand, this guy. Um, from what I understand, this dude, uh, like he, you know, he's been like, okay, I don't know much about the brain studies. Like, I don't know the details of, I'm not a doctor, but from what we understand, really, you're not a doctor. I'm not, believe it or not. I'm not, I, nor do I play one on television, but he, um, <laughs> he's been doing like a lot of his own self, not self-medication, but like self-research. I don't know if he's working with Nowinski, but the idea of him never wrestling again, from what we understand, right, every doctor pretty much said he's good to go except for Dr. Joseph Maroon. So either they retested him or maybe enough doctors called Joseph Maroon. They were like, hey, dude, try him again. But something definitely changed. And I got to be honest with you, dude, this makes WrestleMania that much more special. I'm going to be very real with you because that's the building he won the title in, you know, when he beat Evolution. The card is already pretty damn stacked. I mean, it is a stacked card. Um, some of the builders have been hit or miss, but, you know, him being a part of this show, it, it, it just it makes it even more historic. I really feel that way. And so I'm. I'm happy. I'm not worried about him anymore. Like if all these doctors have said he's okay, including Maroon, I'm not worried about it. I do want him to not do any more of those ridiculous headbutts he did with Nigel McGuinness because poor Nigel is not wrestling ever again because of that. I would like him to kind of work on more of a submission style. Like I think if he wrestled like Asuka where he does a lot of submissions and, you know, you can do like the, the European style. Like, you know, a lot of chain wrestling. You don't have to do headbutts and flying, you know – uh, splashes. He doesn't have to do that. The flying kicks, I guess, are okay because those are pretty safe. You know, I think he'll be fine. I really do. He's not even that old. <laughs> um, I, I think you'll you'll know basically all that you uh, all, all of your questions will be answered when um, when the observer comes out to uh, tonight early tomorrow morning. Um, I think so too. And Did you read it already? No, I didn't read it. It hasn't come out yet. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. And so. Uh, and so, so the interesting thing about this to me now, I don't know, I, you know, it, people are going to be talking about, like you said, how many interesting matchups there are, uh, you know, AJ and, and, and Daniel Bryan and Nakamura and all these guys that I think we, I would pump the brakes on that slightly and I would gauge how he does in the early comeback. Cause if you remember, um, you know, they had to take the belt off him when he won it at WrestleMania 30. And, you know, what's funny is that in um, in he's going to he's going to come back to the place that he won the title. That's uh, right. Very emotional. Right. Very emotional. So four year, you know, four years later or whatever. But um, I, I, I would just I, I wouldn't. So I wouldn't future book him so so soon because because he's got to. No, no. I'm just saying that they could do it now. That's what I'm saying. Sure. Sure. But. He's he you know he's only under contract until a specific time frame right and you would imagine that WWE will want to wait and see uh, how he does in these next few months to whether or not you know they re-sign him I'm assuming that if he's uh, healthy that they, that they'll want him because they know that he could leave and and he is very willing to to do so so I would just just you know let's take it slow let's make sure he gets through through this show. Um, and, uh, and so the interview that you mentioned was, was great. I, uh, I thought it sold more WrestleMania network subscriptions. I'm, I'm sorry, more WWE network subscriptions, uh, than anything they've done so far, including Ronda and Brock. Including Ronda. That's interesting. And, um, and, and it, it was just great. Like you mentioned, he thanked his wife a few different times and every time, do you notice every time he mentioned her name, his voice cracked? Like, so that was a real part of this, which is, you know, he wanted to play 
the good soldier with WWE and he wanted to, you know, you remember the whole gratitude thing from the first promo, and I think that was real. But then you have his wife, on the other hand, saying, you know, it's great that you're thankful for them, but it doesn't mean that you have to stop trying. And I thought that was pretty powerful. And it seemed, you know, he, in him retelling the story, he he, uh, he he was very inspired by that. So, okay, so... Yeah, so yeah, there's a lot. This has been. I think I just want to say. I think this has been something that's been something that has been a strong part of their marriage um, for the past four years or so. I think that this is something that he's been dealing with personally, and there's been a lot of frustration. We've seen footage of him lifting heavy weights and things like that, you know, on on Twitter and Instagram and whatnot. Um, you, you know what I'm saying? Like this has been a real personal journey and i don't think we're ever going to understand that journey until they put a documentary out which i think they should i think we need a documentary on this i think what has happened with his brain is going to be something that athletes from all over the world in every sport need to watch even though it's wrestling it needs to be seen because this could be some real breakthrough stuff as far as longevity of careers and things like that this has to be documented bro this is it has to be uh, I mean, for, from a science perspective, uh, I, I don't know uh, what they could do, you know, to tell that story. It, it, you know, it was basically a healing process, right? It was like any other muscle in in your in your in your body having to heal from an injury, and the brain is just that much more delicate than 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 everything, right? Because it's the entire function of, of your body and, and of your life, and so um, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, at what rate it healed and what was the thing that made them all of a sudden agree and you know it was this long two-year process or whatever it was but uh you know the 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 thing again to think about is what happens if he gets another concussion and how does that affect him being cleared again because if you remember when he came back for wrestlemania 31 he won the intercontinental championship on the in the ladder match i think it was like literally like the next night or like you know maybe it was uh, two nights after that he got hurt again and, you know, it, it happened that quickly. So that that's why I kind of say pump the brakes, because, you know, this kind of stuff, you, it, it's a little bit unpredictable. And, and a lot of it is going to be on how safe that he is. And, and, and also based a lot on luck, right? Like a lot of this is based on luck. So let's fast forward to the end also- of the show. I just want to give a I want to give a quick shout out to those of those of you who are watching this on on World of Geekdom. Last podcast that we did broke five thousand views, which is which is big. They're all getting bigger and bigger. Um, and thank you for sitting through, you know, and, and enjoying these because these are long form, you know, content. Uh, the last one that we did is at uh, almost five. It's just almost at five thousand. It's at four point seven thousand, but whatever. We'll round it up like WWE does. So I mean, I'm very thankful for that. But no, I just want to say, yeah, we can go to the ending segment. Um, by the way, SmackDown sucked. It was really boring. If it wasn't for – it got a great rating, but Daniel Bryan was the only thing that mattered on that show. I don't care about seeing Naomi and Becky Lynch. I don't care about Baron Corbin ever. I never have. I never will. Well, that's SmackDown that, every week, man. I know, but last week was really bad. Like it was a chore to get through. This, this, Or last night, whatever, two nights ago. That show was a chore to get through. Uh, it sucked, but – if you have not seen it yet, I would highly advise you to check out the replay on whenever they aired on Universal HD or whatever. Just watch the segments on YouTube. Uh, the first segment with Daniel Bryan and the closing segment. Everything else is literally a waste of time. There was, there was even the the, the Nakamura uh, match with Rusev was not as good as the Fast Lane one. It was just pointless, in my opinion. I, I, I like the Charlotte <laughs> and uh, and Natalia match. I thought that was a good match, but. But um, the 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 main event segment was uh, and so throughout, you know, Daniel Bryan was saying that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were not in the building yet. He wanted to to meet them one on one. He wanted to have them to explain themselves. And so they came out. They were really happy that that Daniel Bryan was able to wrestle again. And then Daniel Bryan had to break the news to them, which is, you know, you kind of took took out your your frustration on. um on the boss's son. Oh, by the way, I, I just want to real quick say I loved how they hugged the beginning of it, and I loved how they had made allusions to the Indies, and I love how I loved the facials that Owens and Zane. See, these guys are good. The faces that because Sami Zayn made this face, like, can you believe this? Like, that's the art of wrestling. Is is the, they're really good at what they do. But continue. And um, and basically, Daniel Bryan had to break the news to them that he was going to fire them for what they did. 
And he said, you know, this is not personal. This doesn't mean that it's forever, but this is what we have to do right now. Now, how— Which is why what they told him when he choked out Justin Roberts with a tie. How seriously does uh, it—are they taking this? Well, Kevin Owens has changed his name on Twitter to Kevin Steen— Wow. And he well, I wouldn't know because he has me blocked for some reason. Remember that whole thing? You probably called him fat one time. That's why. I, I said – I tweeted out. I said it always pops me when Kevin Owens does fat moves and he blocked me. I believe for that. <laughs> That's legit what happened. But I like when he does fat. I was putting him over. Yeah, whatever. Um, and, and so uh, he's also changed his Twitter handle to Fight Steen Fight. Come on, bro. Oh, well, let's not forget Prince Nevitt and Tyler Black. Is that, is that what they're doing now? Is that what WWE's going to do this week? That's the Vince McMahon prerogative? I don't know. Well, that was Miz got the name wrong. Like, I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird. Um, and, and so, and so uh, they attacked him. And here's what I thought was great, right? So he gets attacked, and I'm just thinking, like, okay, I see where this is going. They're going to, like, really beat him up and, you know, it's 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 kind of just your normal beatdown, but he got, had the most amazing comeback. He, right? He hit like four drop kicks in the corner, uh, and he was he getting up on those things. Yeah, he was doing the the yes kicks. Like it was such a great comeback. But like heels and like you do in angles like this, they they got they got him back, and then they did the um, the power bomb spot onto the uh, side of the apron, which. I think that's the thing that made everyone cringe. Uh, what did you think about that moment? I've been told that that's not as – I've been told one of the illusions of wrestling is that it's not as hard as people think it is. It is harder than the uh, than the middle of the ring, but I was told that it's not that dangerous unless you land on like your face or your neck. Uh, it's it's really not that bad. So, But I thought the beatdown was great and the comeback was great and – I expected it. I mean, once they cleared him, it's like it's going to be Brian and Shane against Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn, which I love that match. And I and I just wonder how the hell does Shane McMahon, bro, every year this fucking guy books himself with like the best wrestlers, bro. Like Taker, all right, legend, fine, gimmick match. He had the AJ match last year, and now it's it's him, Daniel Bryan, Kevin Brian Danielson. El Generico, since we're doing that, and Kevin Steen. And it's like, how does this dude always book himself? It's it's like when Vince would book himself with backstage segments with the Divas. Uh, they would, like, be all over him in 2006 when he had that fetish. The same thing here. But uh, I think it's going to be awesome, dude. I This card at WrestleMania, I guess we can talk about it later on, but I, I'm worried because every match – should get time, but if every match gets time, it's going to be like 12 hours. So it's like I'm in that weird phase now where it's like the card needs to be longer matches, but it's also like it's going to be a nightmare timeout is what I'm telling you. But anyways, no, the, to, to, to answer your question, I liked it. I can't wait for them to announce the match because that's obviously the match. I mean that's, that's going to be it. Shane and Brian against – Owens and, and, and Generico, right? I mean, or Steen, whatever, bro. Owens and, and Sammy, right? I mean. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that that's where it's headed. It makes all the sense in the world. Um, the uh, the thing that I that I am uh, wondering about when it comes to uh, when it comes to this match. Well, so to answer your question about the Shane thing, like, I mean, Shane's not booking, right? Like Shane's just a performer. And, and yeah, but he's also the son and brother of the bookers. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, well. I think Vince thinks that Shane is uh, is a is a draw to some extent, and also Shane is terrible. So you have to put him with guys who can actually wrestle because, or else, you know, you're ju- you're just gonna have a situation with Jericho in Survivor Series a couple years ago where he has to yell at him and go like, "Slow down, or else I'm gonna punch you in the mouth for real." Um, and then the but uh, the other thing is that. Uh, this angle has been really good. And so while watching Shane Russell is not my favorite thing in the world, uh, the angle and the conflict between him and Daniel Bryan and then him and Owens and Zayn has been really good just about every week. So it makes sense to that, you know, you pay off your conflict. It's the best storyline of the 
it, isn't it the best SmackDown angle of the past like seven months, especially around December, January? It got really good. Yeah, so it, it makes all sense in the world to me. So, um, so that match, I, I think, like you said, I think that's going to happen. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure, but I would think that there's still something Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon that they will pay off at some point. Because that was kind of where the the heat was w- with the confrontation was those two guys, um, and you know the other feud from with Daniel Bryan that you didn't mention is uh, is the Miz because all the That's Miz right. has been trying That's to right. do is get this guy back in the ring. That's right, and actually, I'm what I'm hoping for is after Mania they flip flop. And they move one of the guys from another brand, and then Miz starts it up, bro. Or maybe I mean, if they really want to, I mean, if they if they really want to, they could do it. They could totally do a thing where at Mania, right, Shane and and Brian win, right, and then they do a backstage segment where you know Miz retains the IC belt, and he walks in there and he's like, "Oh, you're back, huh? Well, you're lucky that you're on SmackDown and I'm on Raw." And then they do the fucking draft, and then he ends up on the same show, bro. See that that would be fucking awesome, bro. It's so easy. Booking wrestling is so easy, dude. Like, why is it so complicated? You know, they make you, it you so know, hard. You know, you know who tweets me every time you say that? La Rocca? <laughs> every single time. Well, he tweeted He tweeted us in the middle of the show, interrupting the show, La Rocca, <laughs> last week. But wait, is he saying that booking's not that easy? He's saying that you are you are not taking into account all the stuff that comes into it, such as dealing with personalities. Oh no, I, I've always known it. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. Yeah, I no, I am. I know that there's egos, and I I'm not. Look, I, let me rephrase what I said. I completely understand where he's coming from because I, I me and Ben Draven have chastised wrestling fans for armchair booking, right? Without understanding that there's you know egos, contracts, all that stuff. I get it. I'm talking about just coming up with storylines that are simple. And what I'm trying to tell you is wrestling is a very simple kind of thing. Like you don't have to overcomplicate things and create these like breaking bad level angles. It's just good versus evil. But your fa- your your favorite booker of all time, Vinny Rue. That is not my favorite. My favorite booker of all time is John LaRocca. Bro. <laughs> Let's get that clear, okay? That's my favorite so. booker. I was going to put him over and now you're saying he's burying me behind the scenes. No, he's not, I'm not. He's not burying you. He says – doesn't he he tells me he goes doesn't d understand that there's more than just actually telling the story i said yes but he he's that you know he, he's just not bringing that part up tell him tell him to give me the book for a month bro and we'll, we'll we'll draw some some fucking people in california bro the, yeah you want to book apw yeah for a month no for two months i, I need some time to build up some angles we're gonna, we're, <laughs> but you we're gonna don't start. but but there, there's no uh no television so you got to basically go house show to house show no, brother. We got social media. We got YouTube. Remember, and this is something that I'm, I'm not even kidding about this, you know, because I would know you could have YouTube promos. I mean, it, you know, there it can be done. It, it, you know, that's fun, bro. I'll do it. Um, OK, moving. So moving to the next thing. And, and you know, the, the focus of this show is just going to be there's been a few updates here and there. I most we mostly wanted to tackle the Brian thing. But there are a couple of things that are not currently uh, tied up that are still a little bit out there. And so we want to talk about that stuff. But just to kind of get people to schedule next week, we'll have the we, we should know the full card and we can kind of talk about you know, sort of where these things are going. And then the next week is the last one that we'll do. And it'll be kind of like a preview. We'll talk about what we think is going to happen and, and all that stuff. So uh, so that's just kind of the schedule for the next two shows after this one. But there are a couple of loose ends out there still. Undertaker and Cena, for whatever reason. Why are they taking so long to <laughs> announce this, bro? I, I mean, maybe they just want John Cena to cut 15-minute promos uh, on the show. But they can do that even if the match is announced. I I mean, do you remember last year uh, how late in the game they announced Undertaker and uh, Roman? I don't actually remember. So, but I just I, I don't know. It's kind of weird to me that they're waiting so long. Yeah, I don't I don't know either. Like, is that when I mean? Oh, I, I, so okay. So so, do you predict that on Raw, Kane and Cena, like Cena beats him and then Taker comes out because they, they I I just they cannot wait for the go home show, dude. And I know I know the whole thing about you know. Mania sells itself, and I know that you know the Renat work is not pay per view, but they're cutting it really close. And I feel like the last Raw of, of uh, you know the, the Go Home Show should be like Undertaker talking. Yeah, that's what I think they should do. Wasn't there a WrestleMania recently where 
There was some concern about whether Undertaker was going to wrestle or not. And then they like didn't even have him on Raw until WrestleMania. I, f- I want to say it was the Santa Clara <laughs> one. Yeah. The Bl- yeah. They did not even have him on there until then. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then remember how the day of the show we found out that Bray Wyatt like twisted his ankle yeah, or something? Yeah. Yeah. He oh, got hurt. Oh. Yeah. Uh. So I don't know. I, I, I mean, at this point, so. If, if you would ask me, you know, the things that I'm looking forward to most, like I'm still looking forward to this because it is The Undertaker and it's John Cena, but I haven't liked the way that they've sold this match at all. Like I'm just kind of bored. Every You know, Cena's going to cut a good promo. I don't know if he necessarily should be saying that Undertaker is selfish and stuff because, I mean, do it's we weird. know? Like we, I, I've never seen The Undertaker be a selfish guy. Like did he like stiff somebody on a tip? Like what, what is the reference point? So yeah, it's like, again, it, we talked about it last week. It's like, he's trying to be like quasi shoot, but there's no evidence of this being in either undertaker or Mark Calloway's character. So it's like, you're, you're creating a false narrative for both guys. You know, it's very weird. Like I, I it is very, very weird. It's almost like, I feel like Cena is almost like lying. Like the character of John Cena is like lying but that's also uncharacteristic of John Cena. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, it's it's kind of weird. But um, so yeah. So I would I would assume that next week after the Kane match, I mean, they could wait until the go home. The the weird thing is is that everything seems like it's just stalling because we had the Rousey match like how long ago, um, and then uh, and then this is sort of like the next biggest match on uh, on Raw after the main event. So we've had the Reigns and Lesnar thing for a long time. I'm not exactly sure why they're waiting so long, but you know maybe they have some super interesting things maybe, next week. Maybe Taker is not happy with the way he looks and he waits a couple of weeks to get more cut. I, I, I don't know. That's all I can think of. I mean, can you really get that cut in two weeks? without? Well, I'm sure if you – how can we put this? If you cheat, maybe you can, but I don't think he would do that. Maybe he would. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. By the way, I did want to say one last thing about booking APW. Now, I did have a conversation with Roland on Facebook like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and he did he did put me over. He put me over. My my greatest accomplishments in my life was Roland and Les Thatcher putting me over. So, <laughs> LaRocca can trust me, bro. Not not getting blocked by Kevin Steen for calling him fat? Yeah, but he, who cares about that guy, bro? <laughs> you Fuck. just said he was so great in his facials and, and everything like 10 minutes ago. I have more respect for Les Thatcher and Roland Alexander, bro. That, that's a fact. And, and and let's not forget that Les Thatcher, that promo he cut on the figure four board is still my favorite promo of the past 10 years. So I don't even remember what it was. I will. You know what? I will send you the audio because I have we played it on K Fabulous. I want you to listen to it, and there's no way you can't pop, bro. He goes so he goes so far as to say, "I wonder if maybe their mothers knew me back in the day." Maybe I, <laughs> he implies that he fucked somebody on the board's mother, bro. Like this is Les Thatcher, bro. It was awesome. It was, uh, anyways, I'll send it to you later. It was awesome. Um, okay, so did you see the thing uh, with Rhonda and Dana Brooke, which they did not show on television, but they showed on YouTube? I I saw like the the. Um, I saw the cam version because I guess somebody in the building recorded the cam version. And then like when I heard the uh, audio with Dave, I was like, oh, they they showed it on YouTube. Yeah, I didn't see the YouTube version, but I saw the cam version. So what what was she trying to do? Like and the reason why I'm asking you is because I know she's a she's a fan of superheroes and Dragon Ball and these, you know, Star Wars and all that stuff, because didn't it look like she was trying to like do something in that realm when she blocked Dana Brooks punch. Uh, yeah, well, she is a fan of Dragon Ball. She had a Vegeta shirt at WrestleMania 31 because Dragon Ball draws money. Um, that being said, she, uh, I don't know, bro, but I, I hope she, I hope she understands this is a work too. I, I hope, you know what I mean? Cause I mean, she does. It's just one of those things where I, she, she might need more practice, dude. She, they might end up sending her – I mean they're not going to send her to developmental because she's Ronda Rousey. But she after this WrestleMania match, I think it might be time to take her off TV for a while. Uh, I know that that's not a good idea for like marketing purposes, but it might be a good idea to have her train a little bit more. I, 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 but again, I'm not a wrestler. So I, we'll find out. I mean I'm sure Triple H will figure it out. Paul. I um I think that I I don't think she should wrestle again until uh, 
the MSG house show that that she's going to be on Fourth uh, of July weekend, um, and uh, and then until uh, SummerSlam. Like I, I think you know she's going to do this match. She'll get some you know something out of it. Then she should go back and continue training. And I'm sure she's got other stuff that she's going to be doing as well. Uh, if they put her on TV every week, I mean, I think that's kind of a waste. Like you need to set her up to to you know to have uh, for people to miss her a little bit. So, um, but the well, other, yeah. the other thing that's weird to me. So you know, she does the throw on Dana Brooke, and she just kind of launched she she launched Dana Brooke. That's what I'm um, saying, bro. But I mean, but she's got to look she's got to look uh, strong, right? Like that, like that that's that's how you have to book you can't book her in a competitive you know chain wrestling grappling uh minute and a half with dana brooke like everybody beats up dana brooke so she had to look impressive in doing so uh, right. but but the weird thing so maybe this is why they set the match up so early but i want to beat up dana brooke <laughs> where have steph and triple h been it's weird because this is so non Steph and Triple H, all right? Like these two people love to be on TV. They love to cut promos and they're good at it. Like let's be real. Like, OK, yeah, Paul and, you know, the ego, blah, 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 all the marks say the same thing. They're good at cutting promos. They're good at being villains. I was at least expecting them. Like I'm shocked that we didn't have like Kurt get laid out or have them at least come out and cut a promo. That's the weird thing. You would think that they're having this promo time for John Cena. They would give them promo time too, but you're right. There's I mean, like nothing. I mean, this is this must be like plan time off, or is Stephanie doing other stuff where she's it's taking her away? Vince is not gonna let them take time off on the build to WrestleMania. You I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Steph's got you know philanthropic you know stuff going on. You think maybe she's training? Uh, or maybe she is training. Who knows? But still, like she's on TV every other week. Why do we? Why it is? You know, she can. You know, they they've really dropped the ball on this. All right, let me put my Booker hat on. All right, for this is just for Laraka. What they should have done is they should do vignettes of her training and have it be like the Shane and Vince training for Austin. Right? Have vignettes of Stephanie kicking around like a, a, a like a punching bag or, or a uh, like a like you know a, a bag and Triple H is holding it you know, smiling and have her just throw some of the worst freaking kicks and punches ever. But then by the end of the segment, she's like throwing punches like Rocky for some reason, like do stuff like that, have her chasing chickens and things like that. And then do the whole, they got to redo that angle where Shawn Michaels is in a wheelchair and Triple H twisted his leg around in 360 to build up for Ken Shamrock when he had the lollipop in his mouth. Redo that with Stephanie, have like a, a prosthetic arm that turns all the way over and say, you know what, Rhonda, your arm bar is not going to work on me because i've been training my arms see why there's so much potential okay here. but do you, do you want this to be comedy though I don't, I don't know if comedy is the right way to do this no, no 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 no. here's the idea the idea is that here's the idea the idea is that stephanie is scared to death yep so right this is like the the the, 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 the psycho psychology behind it stephanie is scared to death but triple h is like not scared like triple h is like don't worry about it we got this you know what i mean and and that could kind of be like the story you could do a little bit of comedy mostly like her being scared to death you know obviously don't make a comedy joke out of ronda or kurt see that that's what you have to do ronda and kurt should be very serious you don't want to do anything comedic with them but with stephanie because she's not a wrestler and she'll never do it because we know how they you know how they treat stephanie but it would be awesome if she, their whole story is that she's scared to death and triple h she's telling her you'll be fine you'll be fine you'll be fine you'll be fine and then when she finally gets caught in the arm bar at wrestlemania she screams i tap i tap you know that's how you do it bro like you and, and that would satisfy everyone see do, i do you get I, where i'm coming from yeah yeah i I think I think the the story should be that Triple H is very concerned. He does not want his wife in this match and thus it's his goal to never tag her in to this match because he doesn't No, want. I agree with that too. Actually, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I, agree with that too. I, I, I you know, and then at some point you know, unfortunately, it accidentally maybe even or maybe Steph thinks that, you know, maybe Ronda gets knocked down at some point and, and Steph just tags herself in because she wants to finish the match. And then, you know, and then Ronda Ronda's playing uh, 
Fabricio Verdum on his back pretending like with a boomerang. <laughs> no, no. I mean, let's let's be real, dude. Let's be real, okay? Let's be real. This can't be a serious match because it's Steph. It can't be like a deathly serious All Japan main event. It can't. It's Steph. So you, I think you should accentuate the positives and hide the negatives. Steph is a great performer. She's not a very good wrestler. So I think I, I agree with your with your idea. In fact, we could even combine both of our ideas. You could do like Stephanie, you know what I said, and then they do a segment on Raw where Ronda almost beats up Steph, but she runs away. And then you have, like, you change the angle where now Triple H is, like, really concerned. He's been trying to train Stephanie against Ronda, but he realizes, okay, we've kind of underestimated Ronda here. You know, and they could even do a thing where Triple H says, oh, she hasn't fought in two years. You know, the last two fights she lost. You know, she's going to be easy pickings. But then when Stephanie tries to fuck with her and Ronda, you know, like, not beats her up, but, like, you know, pushes her out of the ring or blocks all her moves or something cool like that. Ronda's a Dragon Ball fan, so she knows how to do this. You know, then Triple H could be like, okay, I'm scared. See what I'm saying? Like, you could combine both of our ideas. You know, let's see what LaRocca says, bro. I mean, he's the genius, right? I, so we'll- I, I would just like to see what Triple H and Stephanie are thinking right now, but we haven't seen them on TV for many weeks now. I'm telling you, bro, imagine how awesome it would be if they did those vignettes of, of, of Stephanie and Triple H training, dude. And, and you, again, you don't want to overdo it with the comedy, but a little bit of comedy I think will work. Basically, the idea is here's the here's the, here's here's how it works. Let, let me tell you how like the whole psychology here. The idea is to tell the audience, the wrestling fans, that Stephanie has no chance of winning because she doesn't. She has no chance. And no wrestling fan actually believes that Stephanie McMahon can beat Ronda Rousey in fake wrestling or real wrestling. I I don't care. You know what I'm saying? You can't do it. So I feel like, I feel like, um, like that's what you should do. Like, like subtly tell the audience Steph is going to get killed and people are going to pay a ticket to see Steph get killed. That's what they want. That's how it works. That's classic eighties wrestling with a chicken shit heel. Okay. You don't like it? No, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just a little, uh, perplexed, I, I would say, as to why they've done nothing with, with this with this thing. I mean, the the, the Ronda uh, the Ronda uh, thing by, on Monday was great. It was a great video, but it just goes like I wonder if they're getting a little bit of cold feet because you remember they said that she was going to be on every show, then she missed a show, and then this week she was only on the live show house show uh, part of Raw. She wasn't on the actual TV show except for in that in that video package. So I don't know. I'm just trying to think of why and, you know, whatever the reason is, hopefully they have some good ideas for these last two weeks. Um, Okay. Okay. So I want your thoughts on them changing the name of the Moolah Battle Royal to the Women's Battle Royal. The Rock is upset about that one, bro. See, I think what really happened is they heard our show, <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, let's not give this to because Larock might, might might take credit for us. Let's take that away from him." That's what I'm thinking. Or they heard Dave's show where he pretty much buried her six feet under. That okay? That's tasteless because she's actually dead. Um, he don't edit that out. Just I'll figure out a different way to phrase it. Anyways, there it's interesting because they have to call it something, right? Uh, Trish Stratus Battle Royal, like what? Alundra Blaze Battle Royal, Sherry Martell, right? I mean, am I right on that? Why didn't they just call it the Spider Lady Battle Royal? Oh, God. You popped me with that one, but I mean, (laughs) the Wendy Richter Battle Royal with Shiki Baby out there, bro. Or the Cindy Cindy Lauper Battle Royal? Bro, why is she not in the Hall of Fame? She would. Uh, It has has to be her, her saying no, right? It has to be. But no, next year they're in New York, though, right? And that's... Which, by the way, I broke. And uh, they're in New York next year. You know, obviously, WrestleMania won New York, you know, and all the stuff she did. She has to go in. Kid Rock is in this fucking thing and not Cindy Lauper. You realize, and I know you realize this, but I'm telling the fans, the audience listening to us, Cindy Lauper is one of, if not the biggest reason why this company blew up in 84. Like, she, like, her and Mr. T are the real, like, Vince owes them is what I'm trying to tell you, bro. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, 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 like anybody who understands wrestling history and not WWE history, actual wrestling history, Cindy Lauper is what put WWE on MTV. And that people don't understand how big that was in 84. Cindy Lauper and David Wolf. Um, okay. So, but, but what about uh, to going back to the, to the actual battle Royal name, big change. So, 
the you know the the uh, the Twitter um, the the Twitter mafia, uh, you know, always looking for the hypocrisy in in things, went after uh, a uh, the the Snickers um, brand, right? Uh, the 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 WWE's main advertiser, and uh, and made it and, and made this information very clear about who the fabulous Mula was, and it seems like that's the reason that they changed the name. What do you think about? You know, in in our world today, uh, of how things work with social media and the immediacy of, of news getting around like that, what what did you think of WWE quickly catering and and changing? I was very surprised because they they rarely do that. Because we even, even we even mentioned on the last show that we didn't think that they would that they would change. Well, you're right. They rarely do this. They this is very so though. What, didn't Dave say that like one of the sponsors called them, right? Well, it was. I think it was Snickers. It was. It was. Uh, so you know, it one was, of their main. Their main. Yeah, one of their main sponsors. I think that's. I think that's what the story is. Is that they got WWE to change it because they were unhappy with the idea. No, I mean, what can you do? You know what I'm saying. At least it wasn't called the Jimmy Snooker Battle Royal. You know, at least we we dodged a bullet with that one. But well, ima- imagine if they did a, a show this year where they were praising Jimmy Snooker up and down. Like like the think of how quickly the world has changed for them. Uh, you know, in, in in such a short time, they they could no longer do that Jimmy Snooker show like they did uh, in in two thousand and eighteen, and they're going to have to be a lot better. At their due diligence with with this stuff, uh, you know, ongoing. I mean, uh, can you imagine them trying to bring Hulk Hogan back right now? That's the thing. I feel like this Snickers thing may have like really postponed like Hogan coming back like for a while. I'm not, I, he'll be back eventually, but it'll be a bit. Uh, you know oh. the 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 idea that you know your past coming to haunt you is. You know, it's something that you always have to be aware of. But uh, you know, this is a business where lots of guys did really bad things, and and uh, you know, I, I, at some point you you got to pay for the skeletons in your closet. But you know, at, at other points, like some of that stuff happened a long time ago. And you know, the thing that I, I and I mentioned this uh, on the show that I did with uh, with Draven over the weekend. Basically, the business can't be both this you know, this 2018 entertainment company and still live in the carny in their carny past. Like you have to pick, you can't be both. Not in 2018. We really saw that with when Linda ran for office. Remember that whole thing, how they brought up those clips from the attitude era. Like, (laughs) and all they can say is like, Oh, it's television. But the Mula stuff was not televised. You know, all the stuff that she did. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, uh, it's uh, is it going to be on the pre-show? I gosh, I, you know, it, we Draven and I were trying to figure out w- what the uh, schedule would be for the for these matches, and who it's hard. Like you can't put, can you put both battle royals on the pre-show? I I don't know. I, that's we're gonna have to probably do something similar, like in two weeks when we do our preview and kind of book like where they would go. Yeah, yeah our yeah, boy yeah. Pedro Grunner, um, you know, Billy Kidman's gonna have a, a nightmare. You know, and now we we also found out too. We didn't even mention this because nobody cares. Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander for the cruiserweight title has been added to the show. Yep, that, and that that should open the pre-show because it's going to be a really fun match. Where's the European title or the UK title? Where's that at, bro? Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they'll give uh, they'll give him a match uh, on Takeover. But I, I've you know I try to stay away from from NXT spoilers so I can watch the TV show. So I'm not sure. Maybe maybe that's announced. Maybe that's not announced. But I mean that that would be the place to do that. Um, okay, so that that belt is more pointless than the never open weight title, bro. In my opinion. So yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I want your quick thoughts on these next few things. We we you know we we got through the important stuff, but there are some again some small some small things with loose ends. So uh, AJ Styles is probably hurt. Oh, that's um, a weird one. That's a weird one. Yeah. And but it sounds like he'll be okay for for WrestleMania. Um, you noticed last night in the Nakamura thing, they made sure that he wasn't going to get physical at all. No, and uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, I hope it doesn't ruin the match. I really hope it doesn't ruin the match. But if he is hurt, I could see Nakamura winning. 
he, he may win anyways. And it's funny because people were asking me. I had one of my friends ask me um, if he wins, is he the first Japanese champion, world champ, WWE champion? I said because Yokozuna wasn't really Japanese, right? He was he, right, and the answer is no because Inoki beat Bob Backlund seventy nine, but WWE does not count as part of their official history unless they put Inoki in the Hall of Fame, and that year they did. Like that one year, they broke their their little canon kayfabe, <laughs> and Bob Backlund's mysteriously a two time champion, but in their official history books, they never even recognize that title change. So, but didn't they give uh, him like the martial arts belt or something? Yeah, that's different though. That was later. Okay. He actually was the WWE champion, defeated Bob Backlund, um, and they don't recognize it. It's one of those uh, phantom, not phantom time. You know, one of those changes, like the Ric Flair ones, in, yeah. like with Vic, Victor Hovica or whatever in Jamaica. One of them. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Why are you laughing, bro? Because you're thinking of uh, that Jack uh, Venom, something. Uh, that's the guy you're thinking of, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so uh, also uh, made final is Naya versus Alexa. They're still going with the. Uh, the, oh. fat, the fat angle with Naya. Alexa said she got the uh, 300 pound whatever off of her back or whatever she said about that. So that was a pretty good line, though. It, 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 it was. I mean, it's you know, it, it's not hard though. It's not hard to write fat jokes, man. Oh, I know. Trust me, I heard them all my life. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Um, so that's official. Um, I, I actually like Alexa Bliss in this in this role. Uh, you know, the match is going to suck and I hope it's going to be a squash match or, you know, one of the shorter matches because, like you said, they're going to have time issues throughout the entire show. So hopefully it's a short one. But uh, Also, um, I just want to say one week later, I still don't care about Bobby Roode, Nakamura, and Jinder Mahal. I'm, I'm sorry, Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode, Randy Orton, Jinder Mahal. I just don't care. It's just they're doing nothing for me, dude. Like, that's a, that's I don't know. A, you know, that's a second match uh, once the once the main show starts and you get, you know... Uh, actually, I don't, I'm trying to think of what would be the first match of the main card, but um, you know, this I is mean, the that, second that match. That could open. That could open. Yeah, and then just do it quick. RKO one two three and get it out. Yeah, of there, you I, know, I, seven I seven minutes or something. In uh, no less, like like four. No, come on, it's Randy Orton, man. Yeah, but oh, I'm not feeling this angle. Um, I think they should just do longer matches like a, like at Backlash or whatever the April, whatever the show after Mania is. Do the rematch there, have it be longer. What did you hear my uh, Miz idea for uh, for the match with Seth and uh, and Finn? Well, tell us. Okay, I, j- I just want to make sure I didn't say this last week because I can't remember. I don't. If I, did I don't anything. remember. Okay, so uh, so for this match, um, you know they start they start the match and it's the three guys and and they're doing some spots and all of a sudden you have uh, Curtis Axel come down uh, or you have the uh, the Miz Taraj come down. And they look really serious, and they're like pointing at Miz, and they're like, "You gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go." And Miz is like kind of confused, and he's like, "Oh man, what am I supposed to do?" And so he leaves, and so the announcers go, "You know, his 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 child was supposed to be born around this time. I wonder if he has to go to see the delivery of, of his child." And so you know, then they do the the Rollins and Finn match, which you know, it, it it's much better with them by themselves than with the Miz involved. And so, you know, they go for 10 minutes or whatever, and you and you kind of forget about the Miz. And then all of a sudden, you know, the Miz sneaks behind Finn or Seth and hits the skull-crushing finale and wins, and it's, like, it's all sort of a ruse. So I, I think that would be, like, a super cool idea based around the reality of, of what's happening with, with Miz and, and his wife and, and the birth of their child. But it, it can't work if the child is actually born before WrestleMania. Well, I think they should also incorporate the Mistourage and the Bullet Club to do like some maybe some outside interference stuff. Like it would be cool if like maybe um, you have Ambrose at ringside. He can't wrestle, but maybe he can like have one of his crutches and like fucking hit someone with it like that. You know, you could do fun stuff like that in that match. But that's another one where I think that should be like five, six, seven minutes. That shouldn't go long either. And that sucks because I like okay. If if they're gonna let Finn and Seth do cool stuff, then I guess they can go long. But I, I just, how long is this show gonna be, dude? <laughs> it's gonna be Remember, five, I, it's gonna be seven hours. I mean, here's the thing: I when I went to Mania 33, right, it was like seven hours or like seven and a half hours, 
And I enjoyed the heck out of it, but that's mostly because I was sitting in a really good section where I was sitting in a section where I had like empty seats to both sides of me because I guess nobody bought those tickets. And that's always sweet. And I had the wind blowing really cold, so I wasn't like dying in the heat. Some of my friends that were on the floor were freaking toasted. But where I was at, it was so freaking comfortable. Like it was, I was literally like lounging there, just chilling watching this show. Um, I can't even, but, but I can't even imagine like if you're sitting in one of them uncomfortable chairs like i don't know bro that's seven that's a long time all right who's gonna be braun Strowman's partner against uh against the bar i i, I just want to understand are is he getting to choose his own partner or has one already been chosen because elias makes sense but why would Strowman team up with him yeah i think he's got to choose i i don't i don't think it's going to be chosen for him yeah I, 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 but but how would it make sense like why would he pick elias you know all, all uh I don't either this week or I'm sorry the next week or the week or the go home show they should just have a bunch of guys like coming up to him and going like hey man you know you need a partner I want to be on WrestleMania what do you think Kurt Hawkins right well that's my guy that's who I think it should be but um <laughs> just so he can he can break his streak <laughs> and um uh, but yeah. but yeah. like um and then right and then so and so he's just turning down guys left and right. You know, Goldust comes up and he and he and he's just like no. And 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 then um, all of a sudden, go home show. Maybe the last segment out pops our boy Samoa Jones, and he's like, "Yeah, that's, that's, that's my a good guy. idea. That's my that's guy. a good idea." Turn him baby, but he's a, he's been a, he's a heel though. You have to turn him baby. Uh, he, I mean, yeah, you you would you would definitely have to do it. But you know, they could be like. You know, they could be like those partners who kind of really don't trust each other, but know that it's you know it's best for the team or whatever. Um, um, they, they could do some creative stuff too if they really want to, and just have Braun Strowman say, "I'll pick the day of the show," and then the day of Mania have like Randy Orton retain the U.S. title, and then have Bobby Roode come back and be his partner for that match and switch brands. I mean, they could do stuff like that too. It just, I don't know. I thought it'd be more fun to see Braun take on two dudes. You, you would want to see that. Oh, I set myself up for it, but that's all right. <laughs> um, all right. So is there anything else? I, I, I guess um, from your perspective, because you're going to be there live, the Daniel Bryan, you mentioned this a little bit in the beginning, but the Daniel Bryan addition to this show is just going to make it a little bit sweeter for that live uh, crowd. Hell yeah. That should be, I'll be real with you, that probably should be third to last or second to last. Like that. that's a good like buffer for the main event because – well, I don't know because the crowd's going to be hot for that. They dude. may open like, with it. They could open with it. They could open with it. Actually, you're right. You know what? They could. Does that mean that Shane's going to like do some crazy? I mean, he has to do something. Yeah, I mean, he's it's he's he. he I mean, maybe it, it, it could be the, the maybe elbow. he'll take the pack. He'll take the package pile driver. Yeah, he could do that. Or I mean, he could. He always, you know, the fun Shane spot that I always get a kick out of, and I and. You know they don't have to do anything crazier than this. Is his him jumping from the uh, from the court the top rope onto the table with the elbow? Like I know that's kind. It's still kind of dangerous, but like they don't. He doesn't have to jump off anything more than that. Like that's the thing that that you know will get will get a pop. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, um, I think you're right. I think that should open, and then the last two matches should probably be Flair and Oscar. And then Roman and Lesnar, uh, and then before that you can do Cena Taker or you can do the Ronda thing. See, this is a hard. These Mania cards are always hard to put together because that you could close the show with like four matches because that's what a super card is. I mean, that's the definition of a super card. You know what I mean? So it, it's still kind of a challenge because right now you could close with because Ronda, you know, Ronda and Kurt is the big mainstream match that could go on in the middle though, and then Cena Taker can't be too early either that's like the hour three main event you know yeah. what i'm saying so yeah. yeah i don't know this this is gonna be i mean I, i'm excited bro i'm not gonna lie I, I wasn't originally but the card's actually looking pretty good like and this is the thing why i'm excited i'm actually looking forward to every match this, this is, is really dude exactly and we've talked about this so many times like i'm gonna be there live 
in the fifth row, and I'm going to freaking look forward to every match. Like when I hear Nia Jackson Alexa, I'm going to pop for that because I hope it's going to be big man or big girl, little girl, uh, you know, her running away and Nia trying to get her and he finally gets her. Like, you know, I like that stuff. Asuka and, and Charlotte could be great. You know, uh, Daniel Bryan. There's just so many things that are that I'm, this is one of the rare manias where I'm actually looking forward to every match. Well, which you is, just said Randy except, Orton and except that one i was just you you got me right with, <laughs> if that's the only one that i don't the only the only thing that, that that i'm looking forward to in that one is having randy orton walk to the ring with a big penis sperm in front of him wiggling and him complaining about it later on that's the oh, only thing i pop for oh man uh, and okay. now, do we know anything about broken mat do you want to talk about that well that's what i was <laughs> gonna say is that the only thing we haven't talked about but because it's not really wrestlemania related but i wanted your uh your t- thoughts on ultimate deletion because i know you you liked the the uh, goofiness of the original well i like the goofiness in this one too i loved it it was so different and it was so here's the thing i'm gonna come off like a hypocrite and I, i know that i am because i don't like when wrestling does things that are not believable like for example when hornswoggle drew a hole in a wall and then went through the hole and then carlito tried to do and he hit his head or when triple h and sean Remember when Triple H and Sean went under the ring? And <laughs> yeah. It was a portal to the midget world. Little, like, little people's court. Yeah, that it, that's just – it's too much for me. But yet this wasn't. I don't know why. I guess I'm a hypocrite. I hate to say it, but I guess we're like – like John Lennon once said, we're all hypocrites at heart because I liked it. It was different. It was awesome. It was – a lot of the jokes were redone from the TNA one, but seeing it on WWE TV was so surreal, and I hope – that the, I mean, I loved it. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, it was the best worst thing ever, and I really hope that this means that Bray Wyatt's gonna get repackaged. Here's what's gonna happen, bro. I'm gonna call this one, okay? So in about a month, right? Matt's gonna be in the ring, and then some fat guy's gonna come out of the crowd, right, and beat down on on, on Matt Hardy. Then he's gonna get a mic and say, "The creative geniuses here in this company thought that my name." should be Bray Wyatt. But damn it, I'm not a Wyatt. I'm a damn, I, I, I'm a damn freaking, you know, f- fucking Wyndham, you know? And that's my name. I am Wyndham Rotunda, damn it. You know, that they, they, they should do that. <laughs> Wind, Wyndham Rotunda, huh? Yeah, have them come out as Wyndham Rotunda, bro. Let's No, I mean, obviously you get the reference, right? That's the, uh, I'm doing the Vince Russo joke where Dustin Rhodes came out and he's, remember, you remember seven, right? Yep, yep. They got me to have him come out and say they had me trick-or-treating for three years and I got involved in the worst angles in the history of the company, but I'm done with it. I am now Wyndham Rotunda and then nobody will give a shit. He can or do- understand. He, he he he's literally all by himself the uh, the US Express, right? Yeah, isn't that weird? Isn't that the <laughs> Are you, I don't know if you're calling him fat there, but No, no, I'm just saying because of his his names, his two names put together, Wyndham and Rotundo, he's the US Express. Maybe he should come out with Real American. Take that song back. Take it back. They don't need it anymore, right? Cuz <laughs> for a while. Well, they've always got the other one, the American Made song. Oh man. Or the Mr. America song. Oh no, that was Real American. Never mind. I Our, miss Mr. America. <laughs> that, that Mr. America was fun for a while it last was a month. Yeah. Okay, so uh so what we should probably do is uh on the go on the go home road to WrestleMania show. Uh, we we should try to figure out what what the match order is, um, and then I'll, I'll, we'll tease this uh, because we actually predicted this last year. We'll tease what match we think uh, Jimmy Ross should call. Right now? No, I say we'll we'll, we'll do this in the, in the upcoming couple. Weeks I've already got my pick because you because you remember last year when we actually came up with the idea and then they did it. Well, remember I, I think I told you on this show I think. I think Ross should call Cena and Taker, and I think Mar Ronaldo should call the Ronda Rousey match. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. But you just spoiled it. I don't care. They'll, just like WWE, they'll forget by next week. Bro. All right, all right. No, I, I, I think I, I want to have this discussion because I think what you should do. Well, and I'll tease it here, but I think what they should do is they should actually promote what match Jim Ross is going to call, and they should they should promote the fact that. You know, they have these special announcers. You know, you bring back Jim Ross. Um, you know, hell, bring back Jesse Ventura, you know. Come and, on, bro. I wish. And, and But but right, do it like you, 
do it just to create interest. Like, why Why not? Like, why keep what match Jim Ross is going to call a secret? Like, you know, why don't you utilize, why don't you have, you know, just to create a little bit more excitement, you know? Like, I think they no, should I, do stuff like that. I agree. I think King Kong Bundy should do the commentary for the Andre Battle <laughs> Royal, right? I think for the women, it could be Lita. Right, you got her. You could Listen, have we're, now we're back to WrestleMania two with all the guest commentators. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, you can't have freaking big cat Ernie Ladd out there calling Gorilla Monsoon Gino the entire time, bro, because he didn't give a shit. You know what? You know what, Gino? He's using his real name, dude. <laughs> well, some, sometimes, sometimes Ventura would call him that too. I know, like I love that kind of stuff, but um, yeah. Monsoon. So does that mean that Fat Gabe is going to be the one? Another great Booker is he going to be doing the commentary for the Daniel Bryan, Kevin Steen, Generico freaking thing? He should. He He should. I agree. Lenny Leonard, bro, bring him back. Oh, that would be that would be awesome. No, I don't think it would be. But no, you know why? Because because when uh, WrestleMania 31 weekend, um, I was hanging out with uh, our buddy Alan, uh, Alan Forel. And uh, we could have he, him commentate AJ and Nakamura. No, he's got to commentate Finn because they're both Irish. That's right, bro. But uh, but he and uh, Lenny, like, so Lenny was. You could hear the play by play because he's doing it for the live stream. And then, like, you know, he would he would Alan would like talk to him like you know in between segments or something. And so him and Al, him and Alan are going back and forth. That guy was a nice guy. Yeah. All right. No, it's, I was just fucking with him. I had to fuck around this show. Yeah, I think we know. Um, okay, so so next week and the following week, we have two more shows to go. This card has actually shaped up, like you said, to be pretty darn good. The Daniel Bryan thing uh, is has made it even more interesting, and we got still uh, they got four more shows to go to uh, to fill out their own booking. And uh, I'm interested. I, that's what I have to say is I am interested in what they're doing. So. And I'm going to give them credit for keeping things interesting week to week, even though this week was all right. Like they're doing new stuff every week. So I, I agree. Next week, they got to finalize Taker Cena and that we need to have some kind of Triple H and Steph promo because those show, those raw shows are really long. Yep. And you should fill them up with things like that. You know what I mean? Because Triple H and Steph are good at it, dude. They're great at doing these kind of promos like, you know, um, do it. Where's the part? I'm. Where the, the hell is like Hunter beating up on Kurt Angle, bro? Like, <laughs> I, I expected him to pedigree Kurt by now, bro. I want Kurt and to stand shoot. over I, him. I want Kurt to shoot on him, like not shoot, like fight him, but I want him to like take a shot, like go get a get a double leg on him. I, I, okay, that works too. And then, and then have Stephanie pulled out, and then her replacement is going to be Daniel Pewter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, all right, so uh, so we'll we'll be back here uh, same time next week. Um, and so for Big D, I'm Double G. We will see you when we see you on that road to WrestleMania. Peace out. Bye.